Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Did I tell you how we needed to call a plumber when we were in Mexico? <laughs> Wait, what? No. <laughs> you, no, you didn't. Uh, it's not for gross reasons, so don't worry. We were getting ready one night. So first of all, we went with six other people. Mm-hmm. So there were four couples. So there were a lot of us. And this was, I think, our second night of dinner. And, you know, we had just been out in the sun all day, definitely having all the beverages. And so getting ready for dinner wasn't the most sobering of experiences. I'll say that. And so I'm getting ready and I have my jewelry and one of my necklaces is tangled with the other. And all I take on vacation with me are my Sierra winter necklaces. Mm-hmm. I have like three or four of her necklaces. I'm obsessed. I love them. I wear them with everything. She's local to Kansas city. If you need some jewelry, Sierra winter, she's incredible. <laughs> this is not sponsored, but hit me up. So I have all my necklaces and one of my very favorite ones that I have of hers is one of her charm necklaces. And so there's yeah. multiple little charms on a chain. And so I'm untangling it and it drops in the sink, but I can see it. It's right there. And so my fat little not sober fingers go in to get it and it falls down the sink even further. Brian comes in, picks up the stopper to try to get it. And of course it just slides down the pipe. So I'm like, oh no. (laughs) So we have to finish getting ready though. There's nothing I can do. And so I put a glass like upside down on top of the drain. We go to dinner. Everything's great. Next day we're getting ready. I see it. And I'm like, oh, I need to call like concierge to try to get this figured out. But I just like forget. We go to the pool. It's like 3 p.m. And I'm like, shit, that necklace is still sitting in the drain. What if housekeeping comes? The cup isn't going to stop them from turning on the water. Oh, no. And so I run down to our concierge and she's not there. And I'm like, shit. So I run up to the lobby. It's packed with people trying to check in. So I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. So I go back downstairs. So now I have to go find concierge in someone else's building and just be like, please help me. So I go find this concierge and because I didn't want to call down because I'm like, I can explain this better like 
using my hands and like talking instead of having to do this over the phone. And so I talked to these two ladies and I'm like, my necklace fell down the drain. Like, but I can still kind of see it like glinting so I can like see it, but my hand can't reach down there. But like, can someone come get it? And so I had Brian just hang out in the room while they sent a plumber out and he just came and like snaked it out of the pipe. And there it was. So oh, they didn't have to take the trap off. They didn't have to take the trap off because we looked at that first, but it wasn't obvious that there was a trap that you could take off. Oh. So I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. And so luckily they just like snaked it out of there and they didn't push it further down. Cause that was my fear. It's like, you're going to push the snake down there and it will push it further down, but they got it out. Have you since cleaned it? Oh yes. I immediately cleaned it. I had like toner. And so I like set it in soap and water and then put I'm toner. Like, I'm just like, could I wear it? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> probably my cleanest necklace at this point, but yes, it's clean. It's detangled. I didn't have to go get a new one. I was going to like, message Sierra and just be like, your necklace is in a drain in Mexico. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so- I have it. It's back home now. Well, I'm so glad you saved it. Mm-hmm. I would have been devastated. I love her stuff. Me too. Me too. She still goes down in the books as the only client I've ever had that has tattooed my work on their mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that she did that. She's so sweet. I appreciate it frequently. (laughs) (laughs) Is that where you got your double pierce? I did. I got, I went to a, one of her piercing parties. She wasn't there though, which I was like, good for you, girl. Good for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I got it double pierced and I feel like I'm finally allowing myself to live the way I wanted to, but was too scared to. Cause I, if you had met me, before like when I worked corporate I dressed like 30 years older than I was (laughs) like I did not corporate baddie oh it was terrible although in my defense I graduated in the time period when people like went to bars and business casual so like yeah just like blame the blazer on. well it was also like still in style like even not at work I remember seeing this TikTok of someone the other day who was like commenting on old pictures of herself where like she literally wasn't even at a work event and she was wearing one of those like vest over like a tank yeah like, colored like I shirt. had like cow neck tank uh-huh. tops cow neck oh my god that's the worst design in the whole world <laughs> I hate cow neck tops. I mean I think for big chests that like it can work disguises Mm -hmm. a little bit but Mm -hmm. like nonetheless having a double piercing I'm like who am I 16 (laughs) I love it I have double piercing and then I have a third one on one side but it hurts sometimes to wear something in there so I don't but I if she does other piercings I would get something else I think if you want to do you have to go somewhere else yeah yeah lobes only at her events anyway all right well Okay, so we want to have a great conversation today. It's going to be fabulous. It's so funny to me when even working with our current clients inside the incubator and we're talking about the levers, we talk about this all the time, like what lever do you need to pull in order to get the result that you want, right? And there's really not that many levers that are available to you. So we overcomplicate it all the time. So we're there to simplify. Well, we hear often from people who are like, I'm ready to scale. I'm ready to grow. So here's what I'm going to do. And when we actually look at your 
like your sales, your revenue, your team, your time, we're like, that's going to do the opposite effect, actually. Like that's going to be the thing that's actually going to make you shut down. So how about we not do that? And here's what we need to address instead. So we want to have a conversation today of what you need to be thinking about before you say, I'm ready to scale and I'm going to scale and here's what I'm doing. Well, and just so I'm really clear, we are not saying these things because we want to keep people small or we want to be more successful than them or insert all the weird, crazy reasons you might come up with. We simply just want to give you some insight into what this might look like and you to self-identify if that's something you want to pursue. Yep. Yep. Because I think there's an illusion of what it looks like and then a reality of what it looks like that are not the same. And so we want to talk through that. And I think people, okay, so like if you really, and this kind of leads into our first point that we want to talk about. If you really lean into, if you say, I want to scale, I want to do this, I want to do all of these things. Are you saying that because it's what you actually want to do? Or are you saying that because you think that that's what's required in order for you to make a certain amount of money? Because that's what I often see is the case. It's like, I want my business to be making this much and I want to be banking this much. So therefore I have to have X, Y, Z, a big team, multiple offers, lots of marketing, a big audience, whatever it might be. And I'm telling you, like, if you actually identify how much you actually want to make, like you personally, how much do you actually want to make? There is a much simpler route to get there than you think. Well, and I think you have to figure out, is that what's motivating you too? Like, is you getting to X amount of dollars in your salary or your bank account the goal or is there some other goal that we need to be thinking about? Because what are you trying to have it afford you? And sometimes lifestyle things, I mean, many times lifestyle things are afforded by money, but also you can set up your business in a way to give you back time. So like, it just really depends on what is the goal of it? Because sometimes you do need the money to afford the lifestyle choice you want. But if it's simply about choice of how you spend your time, then that may not be something you have to go down. But my thing for you, you know, normally I have clients look at what do they want to make in the next 12 months. But I do think for this specific choice, I want you to be thinking a couple of years down the road, only because I think when we talk about scaling, you're not necessarily thinking of what's immediately going to happen. You're thinking more long-term. And so I want you to think more long-term of what you want. And it doesn't have to be, I think it'd be impossible to predict five or 10 years down the road what you want. But if you look at the next two to three years, like, are you wanting X, Y, Z, and that would cost this. And thus, you know, you would need to be making about blank to afford that kind of thing. Okay, great. It could be an RV. It could be a lake house. It could be a new house. It I, literally, it doesn't matter what it is or how much it costs, but like, what are you, you know, ideal scenario mm-hmm. looking for? Mm-hmm. And if we can identify the financial piece of it, I want to figure out how close are you to that with your existing reality and what levers do you really need to pull to get there? And it's not always necessary to scale because scaling it in many ways implies more complication. Well, that's what I really want you to pick apart with yourself of what does scaling actually mean to you? Like when you say scaling, and you're saying, this is what I need to do in order to scale. What does that actually mean to you? 
Is it a bigger business, a bigger impact, more notoriety? Is it more clients? Like, what is it actually? Well, and I mean, I'll tell you what it is. Actually, actually, it's more architecture behind your business. It's more infrastructure, more systems, typically more people, and typically more kind of moving towards a corporate kind of growth plan. And usually that implies bigger revenue numbers. What are you trying to achieve by doing that? Mm -hmm. And I think if you can understand, okay, maybe you want more notoriety. Okay. Do you need to scale your business to get more notoriety or do you just need a good PR person? Right. Right. Do you want to spend more time with your kids Okay, what would happen if you just priced appropriately so that you are spending, you could work with less clients and Mm -hmm. thus have more time? Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't always require this next level of complication to get there. Mm -hmm. And what can you kind of do initially that doesn't require as much hassle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, because why we're so passionate about you actually figuring out like the truth for you is I'm preventing you all from building a business that one day you wake up and you hate and it didn't get you more time back. Maybe you made more money, but you realize a little too far down the path that money wasn't the motivating thing. It was the time or what you could do with that money. I can't tell you how many times we've talked with clients who were like, here's the next phase of what I think my business should do because I should be growing. I should be scaling. I should be up leveling, which you literally do not have to ever. But what it was going to take for that, or I'm thinking of one person in particular, what it was going to take for this client to pivot and kind of shift her business into this new definite next level of offerings was a giant ass team, probably a ton of insurance, licenses, way different marketing, way different supply, like inventory cost. Like it was a whole other pivot to what was a a still pretty simple business, which is great. I'm here for it. If that's what you actually want, But if you think that that's what you have to do in order to reach your financial goals, you're mistaken. Well, and I think the part that I kind of get, I do get a little leery about because it just, the root of it, it bothers me. (laughs) I think a lot of this comes up because we are completely self-aware that most women are required to bootstrap every phase of growth. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you look at VC funding in 2021, only 2% of VC funding went to female founded companies. And that means that the capital required to move to the next phase is typically, it has to be generated from within the business. Mm -hmm. You might be able to qualify for a loan, but usually that means putting your own collateral up for grabs. Like, Mm -hmm. are you willing to risk your house for X, Y, Z amount of money? And I'm not saying money is required to scale all the time, No, but a lot of times Mm -hmm. you're going to hit a certain point where it's like, well, I could go to this next phase, but I really need a hundred thousand dollars. And then you're like putting all this pressure on yourself to generate it, to move to the next phase. But nothing about your life really changes. Mm -hmm. 
And so I'm not saying that you shouldn't build a fucking empire. Do what you want, girls. But I know because of the unfortunate circumstances that we're in that most women don't have access to funding, that businesses are funding lifestyles more than Mm -hmm. they are funding massive growth. Right. And so are you after a lifestyle business or are you trying to do something different? And if it is a lifestyle business, then we need to consider all the moving parts and pieces because it affects you because you are running the show. Yep. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. 
Yep. And a lifestyle business is not a bad one to have. I think a lot of us would actually be very, very pleased with that. And there are even fewer of us who are in this game for the like, I want to build something that I can eventually sell for like multi-millions of dollars. That's what I'm asking you to really think about here. Because when I talk to you guys about some of the things that you think you need to do to quote unquote scale, you're doing stuff to prep you for that kind of future. When you also tell me that that's not the future that you want. Right. And so I'm just wanting to do a like a quick like engine check light right now of like the things that you're saying are great. They're not inherently bad. They are great ideas. You could absolutely scale to something huge. Is that what you want? Are you willing to make the sacrifices that doing that and building that that would be needed for that to happen? Realistically, potentially, you could have years where you cut your own salary. Yep. You could have years where your business loses money. Yep. You could have years where your margin gets cut in half. Mm -hmm. Are you prepared to take on that level of risk? Here's what I'm kind of frustrated to keep seeing is we have the big audacious goals and we say we want to scale and we work towards all of these things and then we beat ourselves up for low profit margins. And then we're mad when we're breaking even. And then we're mad when we're not growing and doubling year over year over year. You literally can't have both. That's not realistic and it's not healthy. There are big fucking companies out there. What's the TikTok series we've been watching of like broke ass companies that... (laughs) Oh, it's crazy. How much money... None of them are making money. (laughs) How much money Airbnb has lost. How much money Uber has lost. Peloton. Peloton. Like the list just Mm -hmm. goes on Mm -hmm. and on. And this is on the operational level. So like their business model isn't even working. No. And I just, I worry because you're, a lot of people are making decisions based on what they see and what they see out there. The things that have the most visibility also have the most funding. Yep. And the most dispensable cash. Yep. If you don't have dispensable cash, then what are you wanting? Yep. And how complicated of a business do you actually want? The thing that I think is funny, like so many people are like, oh, I want this. Mm -hmm. Insert whatever. And then they like think it sounds sexy. And I'm here for it. Trust me. I have absolutely set revenue goals purely for to say I could do it. Like, really? Yeah. But most of you don't realize... Or maybe you do, but like you don't really think through it all the way that to get there, more than likely you're going to need a team. And do you really want to manage people? Because you could be less in the weeds with clients, but are you prepared to manage more people? The answer can be yes. By the way, all of the answers can be yes. I'm absolutely in the scaling phase of my own business. So I'm not saying anything is wrong, but do you want to manage people? Right. Do you want to market? Do you? Well, and I, I I think the marketing piece is the piece that isn't thought about enough when changing a little bit of the model. And it's the conversation we have a lot when service providers do the pivot to digital products because they think that that's what's needed to scale. Larger audiences, lower price point, I can just sell more and I'll just make money in my sleep. But the reality is that the marketing that's required, the type of marketing that's required for those type of businesses to be successful, isn't the type of marketing that you're used to doing or one that you may like. And so it's okay. You don't have to like it. But if you don't like it, then the sales are going to be low. And so why would we chase a business model that requires us to be 
doing things that we don't like we're not innately into figuring out and loving and like loving that part of the journey. I think there are way more people who are going a service-based business who like want to create the job and the sustainable salary and aren't in it for like the joy and journey of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Which is fine. Well, sure. It's all fine. I think we're not trying to scare you away from chasing your ultimate dream. Let your ultimate dream be your dream. Like, and figure out how you can do it in a way that's in alignment for you. What I really hope you're hearing is that the actual reality is many of you can reach your goals without adding so much complication. Yep. There are simpler ways to scale your services without adding a massive support team yeah. or massively reducing your margin. Not saying you don't need a team. Many of you will need support. Yep. And many of you will need staff. Many of you will need better systems. Many of you will want to get over time less involved with the deliverables for your clients. Those are all very normal feelings, especially for someone running a lifestyle business. But I do think there is like, it's not a cap, but there is like, you can create and plateau a business and a spot that makes you super comfortable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like continuing to always push for more isn't necessary. Isn't necessary. And I think that's why like we really want to harp on the first point of like actually asking yourself your financial goals and how much money you want to be making. Because when we're having these conversations with clients sometimes and we're like, okay, then like what's the actual financial goal? And you know, I'm not here to put a feeling on any sort of amount of salary or money, but like they are all realistic amounts of salary that can be done with their existing business model. Yeah. I haven't personally seen Anyone, anyone, Mm -hmm. I think the highest I've seen is like almost 200,000, but I don't think I've seen anything over that in terms of personal, personal salary, personal Personal salary. Mm -hmm. We're just saying your business does not need to be that complicated for you to make that level. And so that's what I'm saying is like, if you answer that question by saying, I want to make a consistent 60K, 100K, 150K, 200K. What is that actual amount of money that you want to be making? That is your salary. You have a job that pays you the money. How much money are you getting paid? And if it's less than $300,000 a year, you personally, it's a lot more simpler than you think. Yeah. Like this scaling that you've heard about is not the level required for you to hit that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I hope you find a relief, honestly. I know, right? That's my actual goal here. (laughs) I want you to be excited that this is more within your reach than you've realized. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessary to do all those other things. Now, some of you are going to say, well, it's not about the money I make. I want to build XYZ so I can impact number of people. So I can touch X number of lives. Okay, that's a different conversation. That's Mm -hmm. not the one we're having here. Mm-hmm. The one we're having here is how much do you want to be making that'll afford you what kind of lifestyle and how are you spending your time? Because if you're building a business that supports your lifestyle, what I don't want to see happen is you're working so hard to make X number of dollars, but you've trashed every aspect of 
your personal boundaries. Yeah. And so you don't have any of those lifestyle choices. Yeah. I mean, you might have the money and so you might have a nice house, but you don't get to spend any time in your house. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Like you have all the money, but like you don't have the time to get, get to actually enjoy what that money can provide for you. Right. So what would it look like to be mindful of both simultaneously? Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. you can't, you can't ignore one. Like you can't say, I'm going to be totally focused on time and ignore the financial piece. You can't be totally focused on finances and ignore the time piece. Like they are intertwined and the balance has to be uniquely yours. Like you can't assume all these other things. Plus what you think people are doing, you're seeing, I don't care. I know people have been talking about how much more transparent TikTok is and Mm -hmm that you get more access to people, you're still continuing to see romanticized versions of people's lives, which more power to them do it. But I I think there's this new kind of version we're seeing where it's maybe less picture perfect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you're seeing them with bedhead, but like, it's still the like, they're still deciding what to share with you. Yes. So just because they don't have makeup on doesn't mean that it's more real. Mm -hmm. And I want, so I would discourage you from making a bunch of judgments about what it's taking other people to do X, Y, Z thing without really knowing. I would much rather you focus on what it takes for you. And some of our clients are in amazing positions where like technically their business doesn't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. Like, And then that adds like a level of complication because then it's like, well, if it doesn't technically have to do anything, then what do you want it to do? Yeah. I think most of us, though, it is required that it does at least support our personal financial requirements Mm -hmm. (laughs) to like live our current Mm -hmm. lifestyle. And so you all have a bare minimum then of what it needs to be making. Yep. And I know there's a lot of conversation too about like, you know, breaking generational yeah. poverty yeah. stories and creating yeah. generational wealth and making investments. And so your thing doesn't have to be a thing right now that's going to change your everyday life, but is the money that you want to be making going towards your future, your kids' future, your family's future, whatever that might look like, that's literally okay too. I just want you to know what that is. I think that there's, you know... <laughs> When Penny had graduated from preschool this week and they had him fill out this sheet of paper that was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? How much money do you want to make? How many kids do you want to have? Like all the things. And so Penny wants to be an artist and she's going to make $20. And so I found it funny because every kid's response was different. She wants to have 10 million kids, by the way, literally 10 million. But I find it very similar to the space right now of people are like, Oh, like, yeah, I want to make a million dollars. Like I personally want to make a million, like why not? And I, I don't want us to be just like stating out these big audacious goals that either aren't realistic or we aren't doing the things to actually make them a reality because those are two different things. And so I want you to like really know what you actually want. Well, but I do think there's power in like, if you set goals that you can't accomplish and also if you hit them consistently, you continue to prove to yourself that you are capable. Mm -hmm. And when you set goals that are too far in the future or too big, 
from where you are now, then like you continue to prove to yourself that you can't do those things. Yep. And I found that it's just so necessary. Yeah. Look down the line. Think about the next phase. Think about where you want to go. Think about your future and think about what's the one small step in the direction you want to take that you can control right now and do it and hit it and make it feel good. I don't want you to say, oh, I want to make another 50 grand this year. And then you hate every second of Mm -hmm. getting there. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. want you to dread your job. I want you to enjoy what you're doing. And I'm not saying it shouldn't feel like work. Some days you're going to be your job is your job to do, (laughs) but it doesn't mean you can't have that. The things built in where it's like, you're still off and it's light outside and you have a couple hours before you have to make dinner and like, right. You can still enjoy your afternoon. Okay, great. Okay. It was your job during the day, but it afforded you X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? So is scaling the right word is scaling what you want. Mm -hmm. I'm way more mindful of what lifestyle are you after? Yeah. And what are you willing to do to get there? Yeah. I want you to seriously DM us on Instagram at boss project. And I want you to tell me What do you want to be making? What do you want your personal salary to be in the next one to three years? So it can be three different numbers, all the same number, doesn't matter. One to three years, what do you want your personal salary to be? And And what are you currently making? Yeah, yeah. And what are you currently making? I just want to chat about it. Boss Project on Instagram. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.